All right, Alexander, we, uh, we've got the indictment of Trump. There it is. Uh, they had to do it. They, they had to do it. it. It really does remind me of the Putin ICC Hague uh, warrant as well. They, they have to do these things, even though there's no reason to do it. It serves no purpose. Uh, they have nothing on Trump. It's going to damage them in the long run. It's going to boomerang back at them, just like the sanctions, just like 11 sanctions packages. But they, they can't help themselves. Anyway, we they got the indictment. Help. Yeah, what's, what do you think about it? What happens? Well, I mean, first of all, can I say, as far as I can see, this is a legal absurdity. This case, which as far as I understand, it's all about the harsh money payments or supposed harsh money payments to Stormy Daniels and the other woman whose name I've completely forgotten, by the way. Well, that's been investigated by the Justice Department. They decided that there was no case. This is presumably a federal matter anyway, because it's supposedly related to election issues. Um, as I've, as we discussed at the time, when the allegation was first made, um, Trump acted after getting advice from his then lawyer. The lawyer was a shifty, corrupt individual, but there's no evidence that Trump himself was aware of that. And of course, people who are breaking the law don't normally seek legal advice and don't normally act on the advice of lawyers when they do that. I'm talking simple, about Cohen, right? I'm talking about Cohen. Whom else? Okay. Of course, Michael Cohen. I'm sorry, I should have made that clear. And last but not least, this case is outside the state, the statute of limitations. So everybody knows about it. Everybody can see that this is ridiculous. Everybody can see that this is wrong. The uh, Republican Party is now uniting around Trump, because they are. DeSantis has come out against Trump. If DeSantis had any ideas of standing against Trump, I think they've just gone up in smoke. The House Republicans are rallying around Trump. The people across the country, the Republicans across the country, are going to rally around Trump. The case itself, as I said, has no reality. What it's going to do is two things. It's going to divide America even more. It's going to entrench further the entirely legitimate belief that many people in the United States have that the Democrats are, are, are never going to fight Trump in a fair way. They're always going to come up with these all these weird and bizarre legal things. You know, we've had Russiagate, we've had two impeachments, we've had one thing and another, none of which had any legal foundation of behind them. I mean, bear in mind, the last impeachment, he was impeached after he ceased to be president. Anyway, so all of that is going to divide the country. It's going to bring the legal system into disrepute because it's been used in a blatantly political way. But exactly as you said, they couldn't resist doing it. It was something that they had to do. They couldn't find a way of not doing it. So they found an ambitious, politically ambitious district attorney in New York. He's not part of the federal system, as I understand it. And he's come up with this crazy indictment. He's been warned not to do it by Congress, but he's anyway gone ahead and done it. And as I said, he's tipped the US into a deeper political crisis. And if you look 
at the British media this morning, which I'm talking about the media in Britain, which is cheering this on because they hate Trump, just as the Democrats in the United States hate Trump. They're all at the same time saying this is going to backfire. So you do something that you know is going to backfire because I'm sure they understand that well in Washington. But you can't help yourself. You've got to do it. We are talking about a party and a leader, because Biden is also involved, who are obsessive. They're obsessive about Putin. They're obsessive about Russia. They're obsessive about Donald Trump. And it is incredibly dangerous. And it is most of all dangerous, not for Donald Trump, but for the United States. Yeah, it's an addiction. It really is an addiction. Take a step back and... And just put this into some context. Uh, Trump indictment, uh, Putin arrest warrant, de-dollarization, um, Saudi Arabia joining the SCO, Saudi Arabia potentially joining the BRICS, according to Forbes magazine. Putin meets with Xi. I mean, all these things are happening. And it's crystal clear the, the direction of where the world is moving towards. And I see this as... As the, the neoliberal globalists, they're, they're trying very hard to hold on to power and they're lashing out. They're lashing out at everyone and everything. That is exactly what it is. But just, just take another step back and think about it again. You talked about Saudi Arabia joining the SCO and Saudi Arabia teeping up with the BRICS. And you talked about Putin and C. And you talked, to, we might as well also start to talk about Putin and the Indian government, Modi, and we see all the big, you know, all the big tectonic plates moving. And what is you, the United States now going to be fixated about? About an alleged hush money payment paid not by Donald Trump, but by his deeply corrupt lawyer, Michael Cohen, who, as I said, had no direct connection to Trump. Actually, he was, it turns out, a rogue individual. A hush money payment to Stormy Daniels that was paid, what, seven years ago? <laughs> that's going to be the big issue that's going to exercise the United States whilst the reserve currency status of the dollar is coming under, under threat? This is what's going to galvanise and divide and have the entire political class in the United States, uh, you know, fixa fixating upon that in Ukraine? I mean, these people are nuts. <laughs> they've, they've completely lost the plot. It, 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 that is what, if I was an American citizen, I would be really concerned about. I mean, it's not as if we haven't known about this business with Stormy Daniels and the other woman whose name I can't remember for years. And yet you're resurrected now? You, you can't prove that he, you know, he's, he's in league with the Russians because he wasn't. You can't prove that he was involved in some sort of plot to overthrow the U.S. government because he wasn't. So you come up with this and you run with it. I mean, this is just stupid. It's crazy. It's absurd. And I'm afraid you're absolutely right. The world is changing and the United States is dividing because... The political class, and all of them, by the way, are, are just fixated with this one individual, just as they are fixated with Russia, and they're 
have these fixations exactly for the reason you said, because they sense that they're losing control. Yeah, they're destroying themselves, and they're, and they're doing this at the, the the worst possible time for the United States. The worst possible, as you said, it, it's it's de the world is de dollarizing, man. Absolutely. I mean, this is. I mean, even it doesn't Kenya, get any bigger than this. Absolutely, even Kenya is now opting out of the system. I mean, you know, I mean, so I mean, this is going on all over the place, all around them. And as I said, that this is the worst time to do it. But I mean, it it shows you. Um, it shows you the kind of political class that the United States is landed with. I have to say, putting aside the question of the man in the Oval Office, this is a political class that is behaving with extreme insecurity, but with signs of senility as well. Once upon a time, Chuck Schumer, uh, you know, a figure like Chuck Schumer, look, to be straightforward about it, he's the dominant Democrat in New York. He'd have called this DA in, he'd have called Biden in, he'd have said to them, you know, don't do this. This is what once upon a time would have happened. That's how American politics work. You had crazy people like overambitious DAs who would want to come up with this kind of thing. But you'd have the adults, the really grown-up people, the people who exercise power in Washington. And they'd come along and they'd say, look, this isn't going to work. This isn't good for the United States. It isn't good for the Democratic Party. You know, we don't like Donald Trump, but, you know, at the end of the day, this isn't how to this isn't how to fight him. And that would have been it. That's what would have happened in the 60s, the 70s, the 80s, the 90s. But not today. Today, we have to pursue this. And this DA, who, as I said, is a blatantly political person. He's clearly after some kind of political office himself. Maybe he wants to become Attorney General one day. Who knows? But whatever it is, he has further used the, the judicial system, the legal system of the United States, to conduct what is quite obviously a political persecution. And that's not what the legal system ought to be used for. It is a massive mistake. It is a disaster. And it's going to be one that the U.S. is going to pay a bitter price for. OK, I have to ask this uh, a final question. I, I personally believe that this is just an act of, uh, of stupidity, an act of fear, an act of panic, obsession, hate, addiction to, to all things Trump. That's my own personal belief. I don't think these, these people that are doing this are, are su sophisticated enough to think in terms of four or five D chess, but but there are analysts who say that this is being done by the Democrats because they want Trump to win the the nomination, and they see that if this if they go after Trump, then he's going to definitely win the nomination because Biden's only chance to uh, to win re-election is if he runs against Trump. Because people will vote for Biden, not on all the disasters that uh, not on his policy, which is a complete disaster over the last three, four years when, when the elections come, they'll vote for Biden because it's it's the option against Trump. Right. So they're saying we have to run Trump, the Democrats, we have to get Trump as the nominee so that uh, when we run Biden, people will vote for Biden, regardless of of, of, of the disaster the dumpster fire of a presidency he had because it's not Trump. There's, there's that thinking. 
there's the thinking that um, this is being done as a distraction away from the de-dollarization, keep people distracted and focused on Trump. So let's do this indictment as this de-dollarization goes, goes, goes on and we can't really stop it. <laughs> and there is the thinking that uh, the indictment against Trump is a way to keep people distracted as the neocons push towards some sort of World War III situation with Russia and eventually with China. Do you buy into any of those those uh, those thoughts and and those theories as to as to why they're they're going after Trump in this but, way? Once again, I want to say that I personally believe it's none of that stuff. I just think no. these people are just absolutely insane and crazy. But who knows? Maybe that maybe there is someone playing four or five D chess. Yes. Well, can I just say I I do pay give some credence, especially to the first one. That they're saying we have an absolutely terrible candidate, which is Joe Biden. So how are we going to get him across the line? Um, well, the only possible conceivable candidate we can do that with is Donald Trump, or so they think. And so do something in order to get make sure that he is the Republican candidate. And then you rerun the election as the 2020 election all over again. I, I, I can believe that there are some people within the US political system, who are thinking that. But overall, I agree with you. I think mostly this is, this is vicarious. It's just loathing of Donald Trump. It's an inability to, to let go of this fixation with Trump. I think that is the ultimate cause. And though the first, as I said, is a possible explanation. It's also perhaps more a rationalisation. Of their, of their anger than a real genuine explanation for it. They say to each other, let's get Trump as the candidate, and so let's indict him. Whereas, in fact, the reality is they want to indict him, and they're saying, well, you know, if we indict him, then he'll become the Republican candidate and he will win. Do you, you understand the distinction I'm making? It's a, it's a rationalisation. But the point to understand... And this is the key thing to understand about that, is that, yes, I certainly give some credence to the first uh, of the three things that you outlined. I am less sure about the other two. In fact, I would rather discount the other two. But regardless, even if you accept that it's 5D chess, it is utterly nihilistic 5D chess because it is not addressing America's actual problems. It's making them worse. It is torching the political system in order to achieve some complicated strategy, which is all about ultimately, remember, keeping yourself in power. I mean, you know, you're going to blow up the legal system in order to get Biden across the line, or you're going to blow up the legal system and the constitutional system to avoid to prevent people talking about de-dollarization. Or you're going to blow up the legal system so that you can give yourself the space to wage World War III. How is any of that to the benefit of the United States? A political class that thinks in that way is no longer fit for purpose because it is only thinking for itself. It is no longer thinking about the interests 
of the greater country that it leads. Now, there have been many examples in history where that sort of thing happens. You remember we did our history series program about the fall of the Russian Empire, the abdication of the Tsar, and one of the things we were talking about then was this constant intriguing that was taking place in St. Petersburg, in the court, as people were trying to undermine the government because they thought they could take over the government themselves and they weren't looking at the bigger picture of a revolution that was brewing all around them. Well, that is exactly what this is. It is exactly that. It is a political class that is so fixated on its internal political games that it is losing the larger plot of what is happening to the country it leads, to the United States. And, of course, if it succeeds, if this thing actually works, then all that it will do is it will undermine the United States even further and lead it into an even deeper crisis. I mean, from every point of view, this is disastrous and polarising. And there have been periods in US history when uh, people have felt enormously angry and passionate about political issues. Prohibition. Let's say, talk about prohibition. Let's talk about civil rights in the 1960s. But the political class, the people who cared about politics in America, always in the end, had or felt a greater responsibility for America. Do you think the class that the United States has today, if they're thinking in that kind of way, if they're even rationalising what they're doing in that kind of way, are no longer fit to lead the country that they are leading. Well, we know how things turned out in 1917. We so do. We do. Let's see how all of this unfolds. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. TheDuran.Locals.com. We are on Rumble and Rockfin, Odyssey, BitChute, and Telegram. And go to the Duran shop, 10% off. Use the code. Good day. Take care.